why would I why would I get high at my place of work? <laughs> like someone's gonna ask me what game to buy my kid, I'm gonna say weed. <laughs> <laughs> what game should I my kid? A weed. <laughs> What's good, man? It's your boy Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Virtual Homework Podcast. Yeah, that's uh, what this is, unfortunately. This is Picante. Uh, I'm coming at you with another episode. <laughs> this is Sphinctus. Well, why are you talking like a fucking robot? I guess that makes sense, like, based on, like, the game we played this week, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, I wasn't even trying. I was seeing if you would go along L- with listen, the fact I, that I, I didn't know what the fuck you were doing. I didn't know what the fuck you were doing, so I just tried to, you know, trying to flow, trying to vibe with it, you know what I'm saying? Failed, though. Failed, though. So what do we do on this podcast? Uh, Well, we talk about video games, we talk about life. This week, this week we played a little bit. Actually, before we talk about what we played this week... <laughs> every time, I'm, every, like, I, I, every, I'll, every I'll, I'll, I'll seriously be like, so what do we play this week? And you're like, wait, 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 before that, before that. <laughs> but before we, before we get into what we played this week... I got a little bit of stuff to bring up. The first of one, the first of one, the first thing to bring Uh-oh. up is what's the deal? I deny all what's charges. The deal? Did you did you go and and beat Mother One? No, because I was playing this and other stuff. You said you said you would. It's gonna. It, you said you would. I'm going to finish this game and then that. We're gonna we're gonna have like a week where like we don't have a game. It's just gonna be like Dana finishing every single game we've played, <laughs> and then I'll talk about the endings of all of them and ruin all your lives. Legal Dungeon just just actually released an update which allows it just if you want to advance the story you could auto fill and you don't have to actually play the game. So it's just a it's just a visual novel without any effort. Yeah, yeah. If you get st- like they they say if you get stuck because they I think they know that every single person gets stuck because the game is a little too convoluted. But yeah. we've talked way more like gone back to Legal Dungeon because of me more than like any other game, and it's like the most mediocre game we've ever played. Hold so, on, hold on. You have gone back to Legal Dungeon. Yeah, no, I said I said because of me. Okay. I said because of me. Don't Sorry, worry about that. For, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Sam's mic gets like <laughs> on our end when we record, but you know, I deal with it. He deals with it. I deal with it. I think it's it's Discord. Discord sucks, or it's my internet. yeah. It's it's weird. Like it, it's not even Discord. It's sometimes when we tried Zoom, we tried to be professional. Yeah, I bought a Zoom membership for a month, and it didn't it didn't fix it. So we'll just have to deal. Uh, no one likes us complaining about our tech issues. The second thing, oh, it's October. You know what that means? Uh, pumpkin spice and shit. I don't know what pumpkin spice and feces. Yes, actually. Um, I froze up. Someone asked me on stream what the thing I look forward to most in fall is, and I said pumpkin spice because I I didn't I don't care about Halloween and I don't care about fall weather, and I feel like such a terrible human being. You know what I like? For saying the I words, like wearing hoodies. That's pretty good. I like wearing hoodies, but I could wear them in the summer. I could do whatever I want. I'm an well, adult. It's like I like when there's like a, a nice breeze, and I'm wearing like some some nice slacks. You know, I've got my brown shoes on. I got a nice hoodie on. I like fall fashion. Like I, I, your brown shoes. Yeah, I got like these brown like dress shoes that I wear with like. I saw... You wear dress shoes everywhere. Yeah. In the house? Well, no, I'm like barefoot. <laughs> like if you saw how I dress at work versus how I dress at home. Like at home, I'm like, 
wearing some shirt that has like Gucci mane, like with like a brick of coke on it, and like like sweatpants that like I've had. And at work, you're wearing a shirt with Gucci mane with a brick of cocaine on it. <laughs> no big deal. Let's not be formal. Brick of coke, brick of cocaine. It's just a brick. And you're you're me terminology here. We're very familiar Listen, with the streets. I'm trying to be it's as just a uh, brick. Uh, layman as possible for those that are not one with uh, these streets. For th- for those who don't know about the quarter brick, half a brick, whole brick, a <laughs> quarter pound, quarter pound, half a pound, whole pound. Okay, and stop trying to interject, fucking OJ the Juice Man with every podcast. He's <laughs> like, this is an OJ the Juice Man podcast. We we haven't even talked about the game we played this week. I just got it. I'm not even done with my October spiel i just oj october juice not orange juice you know we gotta we gotta get into I, the OJ i haven't talk. really cared much about halloween since i was like young to be honest like so many people like freak the fuck out about halloween like oh my god it's halloween gotta party gotta dress up i'm just like fuck nah i'm good yeah i, I didn't really do anything in college and the most i've done actually um like i I lived in an apartment building for a while, and I I put out a bowl of, like, I, I guess, like, last time I put out a bowl, it was, like, literally, I was just, like, fuck it. I, they only have Twix left, so I just had, like, a big stack of Twix bars. Damn, that sounds and, awesome. And, like, I, I I just had, like, a sign outside my apartment door, because some kids would trick-or-treat, and uh, they, they would just go, like, door-to-door in the apartment building, go up and down floors. I just had, like, oh, a take-one sign, and, like, I randomly had to go somewhere, and I, like, I... I opened the door and I locked eyes with the maintenance man, like grabbing multiple Twix <laughs> at once, and like he's like literally like, fist like deep fist in my in my bowl in of bowl. Twix. Yeah, and he's just, I, he's just like looking at me with like eyes of just like I've like you know like dog caught like doing like, something oh, bad. Fuck. It's like like come on, bro. Like, and I'm just like I'm just like look. I was just like oh man, it's okay, dude. And like it was it was funny. We laughed about it, but like I just I I will never forget my my maintenance man's like caught stealing cookie from the cookie jar face it was it was a classic halloween memory what a what a great holiday yeah we don't have people that trick-or-treat uh near us i live in a subdivision that's right off a major road so literally two-thirds of houses here have signs that say no soliciting uh because we get solicitors all the fucking time so like no I, no one really tr- do people seriously still go door to door and start to sell stuff like I remember like in high school like try, absolutely like it's like oh do you want to work for Cutco I, knives I, I, yeah I get Cutco knives I get people like trying to sell Comcast I get people like oh the, my name is blah 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 and I go to blah 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 school and we don't have the money to go to football uh, one box of candy or like someone that's trying to sell coupons or like all the fucking time that's honestly sad but I mean I hope that you don't get trick or treaters this year. I hope that no one gets trick or treaters oh, this year. That, you sounds, see, like, that seems like the post on Facebook a mass that people spread are like, event. People are like, "Oh, we're having trick or treating, whether you like it or not." I just turn off your lights. Don't open the door. Seems like a terrible, terrible thing. Face to face, touching strangers. I touch. I I don't touch other people when I you know when I trick yeah, or treat. Like, but what's like? What if you like people like like cough in their hands like uh, 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 and like oh let me put this candy in here and like you know yeah don't do it. Don't do it. We've gotten so completely it. off track. I was just gonna say October. I'm doing sober October. I was watching Joe Rogan the other day, and by that I mean like two years ago. And he's just like, "Oh yeah, I, month of October, I I stay sober because it it makes me appreciate." The... We're like eight minutes into the podcast. I'm like already on my second white cloth. So. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to carry this episode because 
around around the 30 or 40 minute mark the ghb i spiked in uh dana's drink i don't know why i called you sphinctus before i don't know why i called myself picante before we, we go this back is... and forth because like on some platforms we prefer to like not dox ourselves but i guess we kind of are so it's like the virtual we, homework we... platform is a doxing platform that's i day one i, I told do dana, no I'm no like... no 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 i do not advocate for that <laughs> i this is not i do not uh it's not something I'm... i uh what's the word i'm looking for uh endorse but but yeah i mean like i the the ghb that's in in dana's drink is going to completely I just explode wait. in his stomach like and and around 30 or 40 minutes I'm gonna have to carry this episode. I, I, because that's really the reason I'm doing sober October this year, because Speaking I want less funny episode. quips. I want to carry the episodes. It's just how it be. So let's actually get into it. Let's get into the game. So this is a game that's been a long time coming, and then I want to say it's almost like the first indie game like ever. This is we played Cave Story Plus, which is. I guess a remake remaster of the original cave story, which came out in uh, 2004. So I, I actually have a point here. Uh, first of all, you, you said this is a long time coming. Did, did we talk about this on the podcast before? No, this is a long time coming for me. So like in like 2005, I briefly played the original, like old school one. The one's like remember, DS. Well, no, it was, it was for PC. Like this was oh, okay. like, and this is like literally the, the OG like indie game. Like, way back in the day, like, if you were an internet person back in the day, like, you knew what Cave Story was. And it got such wide stream appeal that they made the Cave Story Plus remaster, excuse me, and, you know, Cave Story 3D and remakes of it. This entire game was made by one person. Yeah, so I, I actually, I feel like an old as shit uh, a human being because I, I, like, was playing this game and I have a point here. I'm like, oh, this game, this game feels more archaic than I expected because, like, I was like, oh, this game's still rel-. Like, I thought in my mind, like, this game's not that old. This game's over 15 years old. I remember yeah, when it, like, it came, came out, out in 2004. Were, yeah, I remember people were, like, talking, like, buzz, like, oh, you gotta play Cave Story. This game's, like, really cool. I was like, oh, yeah, shit, let's do this. And I guess I was, I was, like, in middle school at the time, but, like, it was, like, the the critical darling and and it was like everyone I knew was playing it. I never got to play it, so I'm actually very happy we did get to play it. Um, but yeah, I I can't believe that this game is 15 years old, and it's it's making me scared for uh, my mortality. Cool. Yeah. So overall, what do you think about it? So I I actually I I guess there are multiple endings of this game. I got the yes. bad ending and I got the regular I ending. Assume. You will always get the bad ending or regular ending the first time because there's just the problem with this game. It's one of those games that if you didn't talk to this one person and do this one thing or get this one item that's in a secret spot at this one point in the game and you can't go back to, you don't get the ending. Like I, I'm not a fan of those types of games. Yeah, in fact, I'm I'm not gonna go back and and get the deluxe ending in fact i watch it on youtube because i'm just like there's there's no way i'm gonna have time to replay this entire game and do specifically what they want to get it but yeah. but yeah actually i'm gonna i'm gonna make a correction um and uh, so about about an hour and a half before this podcast i i quote unquote beat the game but uh this game has as as a bit of a like a towards the end the save points are a little bit sparse and yeah. i thought i had beaten the game but then there was like uh so, so spoilers for those who who uh who are planning on playing the game. This is not that much of a spoiler. Um, there's like a extra boss after two final bosses, and yeah. like I didn't save. I had no health, and I died. And I was just like, I really don't want to have to go through this again. So I literally just looked up the ending because it was it was the last room before that. 
So yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little bitch. No, I'm I'm going to go back uh, to the very beginning. Let's talk about what the game actually is. This is like one of the original Metroidvanias. You basically are a robot who smacks dab in the middle of a cave system. And you explore it a bit and you find these little creatures called Mimaga or however they're said. Uh, and you kind of help them through their plight. You are quickly attacked by uh, the doctor and his minions who are trying to use the Mimaga to their own means to attack the surface world of humans. And you're basically trying to foil that plot throughout the game. Um, it feels very old school Mega Man-y in the way how you move, like how you jump, like how the old school platforming and stuff like that. Yeah, Mixed this, this in... is this is like a pure platform uh, with with the with a gun, basically. Yeah. It it doesn't even try to have like really any any frills. There are no there are no gimmicks. Like I feel like platformers nowadays, it's like oh this is this is a platformer, but you could do X and Y. No, this is just like oh you could you could talk to people, you could uh, jump, you could yeah. shoot. It's it it's very classic, and I'm gonna go out and say I I think this is a very fun and well made game for the time, even updated to now. There's still a lot of things I find incredibly charming. Yeah, uh, I mean, whether th- it's th- this this the is... music. Or whatever, or the different areas, um, I felt very engrossed and involved with it the entire time. Yeah, I, I was definitely like uh, excited to keep playing. I mean, there were, there were some parts I found frustrating, but um, for it, it does a very simple task and it does it well. It's it's a platformer and it understands the platformer and it doesn't try to to be anything more and uh, it it tries to make the levels that you're actually playing fun. So. Yeah, you you start out and you you could either get a gun or you could wait to get a gun later. There's there's apparently uh, some sequence of events where you could get like a super powerful gun if you if you yes. like wait. Uh, to interrupt you real quick, I want to say I what I was talking to you before the podcast. I said I seriously fucked up when playing this. So when I started playing this. I'm playing on a controller and my joystick is hypersensitive. Instead of hitting, there's three difficulties: easy, uh, original, which is the original difficulty, and hard mode. I accidentally tilted my joystick over to the right, and I was playing on hard mode without realizing it. I was about two and a half hours in before I realized I was playing on hard mode, and I didn't want to stop at that point because I was already so far in. Uh, and to go in what hard mode is, all enemies have double the health. Oh, and you have three HP for the entire game. Why? That's terrible. <laughs> d- d- like unbelievable frustration. Um, t- to go into a little uh bit about that frustration, there are the the, the first zone. You're like in a a town. Then you go into like a corridor where there's like these dragon eggs, and then you go to like uh you know like a forest, and then you go to the sand zone. The sand zone, man. Uh, you know the part with the birds, with the like, uh, yeah. flying. Yeah, I two and a half hours for me just to get through that one time. Jesus Christ! I so so yeah. I I think this game. I mean, I played it on normal. Uh, there yeah. there's there's two aspects here. Like first of all, if we're talking about the controller scheme, like it's definitely better on a controller. But this game is yeah, like absolutely. too old to to really like understand an Xbox One controller. So like I was actually a little confused like getting the. Uh, the controls configured because like the, the way that it originally had it at least when i plugged in my xbox one controller like i had to like manually set it but like it didn't actually say which button was which it's like button one button two button three i'm like all right well see i use a playstation 3 controller that my computer automatically recognizes as the xbox controller i didn't have to change a single setting and it was just like 
comfortable off the get-go but but the funny thing is i'm like okay i'll just someone's probably had this issue i'll just go to the uh cave story subreddit i have like this is a complete aside but i have never seen a worse like a an unintentionally worse css choice or like layout choice for a subreddit in my life like so it it kind of gets the theme, but it's literally a white background with white text, and I'm, like, trying to read it, and I'm like, I guess I have to, like, highlight everything. Do do they not realize this is, like, absolutely terrible? It's so obvious. Like, See, I don't have that. Do you have Reddit on light mode? Um, I, I guess I do, yeah. Because that's literally not a thing for me. Like, mine's dark. Yeah, you have, like, why does your Reddit look like that? Mine looks fine. No, it, it's specifically only that one subreddit. And but I'm on it, that subreddit right now, and it looks fine. Like, oh, I'm using old Reddit. Uh, I like, I, I don't. I, I, I guess I use Reddit 99.9% on my phone. So it's like when I'm looking at something on the Reddit on the computer, I'm just like, I don't like pay attention to any of that. You know, like, okay. I don't get CSS when I'm using it on the phone, anyways. So. All right. Well, complete aside. But yeah, um, to go back into the hard mode shit. You have three health. 100% of enemies and projectiles kill you instantly. Every single projectile, every single enemy, tapping them, you die instantly. Well, I was going to say, I feel like this game does have a little bit of I want to be the guy inspiration with some some of the some of the yes. uh, like boss fights and, and uh, level designs. And I could like basically on hard mode, that sounds like I want to be the guy. So hope you're having it, fun it with is. the least I, fun user experience ever. I am having an unbelievable ever. amount of fun because um, what I remember from playing it the original time compared to when i played on hard mode um uh, i may be mistaken but did you often go into areas like guns blazing you could just kind of fly past um, yeah I, I i feel like i had to really learn the layouts of the level i had to learn what the enemies did what their patterns was which was very very satisfying for example that one bird section which i think is one of the hardest sections in the fucking game uh on 3 hp yeah, I, I actually didn't really struggle with that section uh, too much, but I could also take multiple hits, so I could see why that... Yeah, I, I could get hit one time. Like, the part where there's, like, the nine birds, the problem is I have to, like, ping one and then, like, run back. Also, um, they take double the amount of hits to kill. So it's like, I can't just, like, ba 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 And I'm also... Um, I was using a guide because I am aware of the... Um, things to get the best ending. So it's like, I only had, like, the original weapons. I did not get the machine gun... Let's go with the weapons for a second. Like, the weapon... Yeah, so I, I was going to mention just uh, on the topic of going in guns blazing, like, you actually are a little bit more careful than you would expect just because of the weapon system and the progression system. I thought it was mm -hmm. really creative how they did this. Uh, basically, oh, yeah. there is no, like, leveling up in a traditional sense uh, with your character. Like, you, you could get more life. Uh, th that's about it. And in the normal mode, I guess you couldn't do that in the, the expert mode. Um, the way it works is you acquire different weapons, and the weapons themselves could level up uh, with yeah. drops from the enemies. So there's these little pyramids that come out, and those kind of XP. Uh, mm -hmm. So hypothetically, you have a level one pellet shooter. Level two, it starts shooting like more bullets at once, and then like level three, it's it's like similar to a laser, not really. Yeah. But if you get hit, you lose EXP on those weapons, and you have to gain it back as as well as life. So. You not only lose life when you get hit, but you also uh, your weapon like your gets weapon energy worse. or whatever. So you actually are careful in a lot of sections, especially towards the end, uh, where the save points are fewer and fewer the, between the each second. The end game is well known for being diabolically difficult. It's it's really frustratingly difficult to the point where like I feel like it ruins a lot of the game. Uh, but 
I, I, I did definitely enjoy it. I just think that they could have had save points a little bit closer together. Like, I hate when the difficulty yeah. of a game is having to just do sections. Like, like even if the sections themselves are individually not hard, just like, oh, I, if I mess up on this one thing, I guess I'm going to have to, like, do the next, like, Dude, five uh, to ten minutes again. I, I could write pages of that. Like, you kill one boss, and then an enemy is immediately outside the door after you kill the boss, and you just spent, like, an hour trying to kill that boss, and he just, like, throws a pedal at you, and you die, and you have to kill the boss again. That, like, that and kind of how shit. every single time you enter a door... Um, and then re- exit the door. All the enemies respawn. All the enemies respawn. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I I think I think it was the worst though in bosses, especially because you are guaranteed on most bosses. Uh, I think I did one shot one, but like you're just not gonna know how to how to kill them, and then you're yeah. gonna die, and then it's like, oh, I guess the save point was really far away, or in some in one case, I think the save point was right by next to the boss, but they had an unskippable cutscene. So every single time I died on that boss, I had to go yeah, through the cutscene. Cutscene. And I was just like, kind of annoying. I, I feel like um, that's just the game's age showing. Well, yeah, it, it, it like I said, it's archaic. This was an indie game from 2004 made from one person. Like, I feel like so many games after this did, excuse me, certain aspects of this better, and so on and so forth. And it's just like you said, it's a sign of uh, its age. Uh, I loved the character design, though. Like, I, I feel like some of the enemies were really cool. They were really diverse. It felt like I wasn't ever really fighting like the same enemies. Every zone had like different enemies. Um, like the the villains, I thought were were kind of cute and like funny and stuff like that. The music I thought was fucking phenomenal though. Like that labyrinth music, like that shit's fucking slaps. So 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 two things on this. I'll I'll, I'll go into the actual theme first, and then I'll then I'll go into the music. But uh, I I thought the theme was fine. I, I I thought like the areas were cool and stuff. But like I looked at the original art, and I think I like the original pixel art better. Like I feel like it had a more cohesive yeah. uh, theme to it, especially because it was it was chiptune music with pixel art. Um, mm-hmm. I think that like the the graphics in the remaster come a little like I don't want to say like childish, but like um it it's like new new style like faux chip tunes. I I just th- yeah. thought it felt like a little less authentic. The original stuff it looks kind of dark at some points. I want to say like yeah, even, like spooky. I still thought it looked good. I, I I will say the music is better in the new version. I think I love chip tunes, but like this this music just just sounds better. The thing that like literally the first thing when I when I turned on this game, I was just like, oh my, it's the fucking Octagon song. I'm not. Do you have you ever seen that Jack Black Octagon uh like YouTube uh, music video? I have, but I can't th- think of. You're gonna have to show me that after to see like where that song is. Octagon, 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 octagon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh shit. Jack Black, he's got an octagon. Everyone duck for cover. Jack Black has an octagon. It it made me very happy. I was just like, I forgot. Because I remember you know where it's from. I, I, I remember, like, I was looking at the credits. I'm like, oh, Cave Story music, I guess. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Cave Story music. Here we go. And, uh, I mean, the other songs are, are obviously great, but Octagon's always going to stand out to me. That Labyrinth music is the best song in the game. That, that Labyrinth made me laugh because like the first area is a jump quest and i'm like i've played maple story okay dude bitch we 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 know what's up yeah like the the jump quest was like infantile compared to what we've had to do in uh the that mine in the middle of victoria island i forget what it's called whatever it's uh yeah the the forest of something uh desolation or some shit but um i got you know like that robot boss towards the end or like middle of labyrinth 
where it's like on the yeah. I, in fact, that was that was probably the boss I found the hardest. I struggled with it. I had to look at a video that's, on how to kill it. Th- that's where I got to. I could not get past that. I spent like an hour on that uh, today or before the podcast, and I'm just like I. I need a break, man, because I was just, like, unbelievably frustrated and, like, so burnt out after the sand zone, man. Like, that zone, like... Yeah, I, I literally actually it, took it a break me. at that boss and then came back afterwards. So I, I totally get that. But, yeah, that sand area was definitely a bit of a jump in difficulty. I I do think if they just paced it a little bit better, I think this game would be a, a little less of a slog in some cases. Like, I yeah. literally I literally gave up and didn't beat the game and just looked it up, which I guess I probably wouldn't be able to do in 2004 as easily. Maybe maybe uh, they if they knew that people could do that, they they would make it a little bit more forgiving. I guess there was an I mean, easy mode just, too, but... Like I said, this is just, it, it's classic old game. A lot of games were like this back in the day, like NES games and so on and so forth. And I think that was just kind of like feeding on that kind of mentality of like, hey, like it's it's meant to be difficult type thing. I just think we're so used to getting saves so soon that this game is just a little bit jarring for us. Yeah. Not to say it's a bad thing. It just it's gamers are coddled now. We're little bitches. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, honestly, I I value my time a little bit more than when I was like ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just how it course. is. Yeah. So I love this game. It was fantastic from everything about the art design. I played in a hard mode. The difficulty was very, very rewarding and a lot of fun. Made you think about the levels a lot different. Um, I think this is an important game that everybody should play. I, I mean, I guess I have a little bit more background in it because I remember it from like old school internet and everybody being like into it. Maybe you were too young at the time, but um... I I literally remember like this game like I I, w- I was definitely young when this game came out. I maybe I don't I don't think I knew about it on I think I first heard about it when it was going to DS because it it went to yeah. DS and WiiWare. Yeah, that that was like t- 2010 or 2009. I think or it was like, like 2008, that, right? 2009, something like that. But um, yeah, I I definitely know this game has significance, and I'm glad I played it. I'm not going to go as far as and say it's like a game that everyone should play, like you said. I, I think that, uh, like, I, I would say it's similar to Super Mario Kart. I, I'd never say to someone play Super Mario Kart because every single Mario Kart past it, like, has improved on Mar- Super Mario Kart. Like, there's really no reason to go back. I think that this is a very good basic platformer, but there are some things that I dislike. And I, I think that playing a a classic platformer uh, besides this one, or going further and going into one of the more modern platformers like Super Meat Boy, you'd have a more satisfying experience. Oh, absolutely. But I would say people that are into that kind of stuff, this would probably be a rewarding experience for them. Or like people that like enjoy Kaizo-type games, uh, I think could enjoy some of the difficulty in this. So The, the, thing, the thing that I would say, though, and I, I was like thinking about this uh, so much during, during my playthrough... Is that there's another game I played? Uh, let's, if, yeah. There, there's another game I played. Uh, like maybe like th- five years ago or something. For some reason, I got it in like a Steam sale. It's called Super Panda Adventures, which is it, <laughs> like it's almost exactly the same game. I'm like, I, I know that Super Panda Adventures came way later, but I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a story oriented platformer where you talk to people and advance the plot by like doing all these platforming things it's almost the exact same gameplay but i think it's a little bit more polished and a little bit more uh approachable so i would recommend if you like cave story play super panda adventures and i can't i can't pick that for the podcast because uh 
I, I've played through it and I remember most of it, but I do recommend you play that game on your oh, own yeah. time. Real quickly, on when you play hard mode, there's no missile launcher. I didn't use the missile launcher really in, in Cave Story. I, I actually, uh, I, I mainly go back used and get the, bubble, the, the, bubble the uh, machine gun. I didn't, so if I didn't get the machine gun because it, you, you, you want to keep yeah. your, you want to, you want to keep your, your pebble shooter or whatever so you could upgrade it later. Yeah, so I guess I just made it arbitrarily harder than me. But I use that bubble weapon a lot, though. Like that, I I use so that. Much. I use the no, I didn't use the bubble weapon. I used the machine gun and I used the sword weapon. Those were the only two. Sword is sick, but as soon as you get to level three, I think it sucks. The level two is sick. The level three, it just does more damage per second, so it's it's pretty cool. I guess I spam it, so I I disagree. Well, yeah, the the reason why I like the machine gun is because I didn't have to just spam that, that button. I just held it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got, like, the uh, finger, so. I, I, I think this is definitely a play out of 10, so I think people should play it. I think if it's, you enjoy it, I think it, kind of you'll stuff. probably enjoy it if you play it out of 10, but don't, don't like, go out of the way to play it unless you're a podcast Fuck co-host. you. Go out of your way. Go out of your way <laughs> and play this. This is an important game. I think, quote, the main character should be in Smash. What is the main character's name even? It's like uh, Ghost. It's quote. His name's Quote. 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 There we go. Yeah. Quote also, for Smash. Um, do you know that girl you find? Uh, you have to fight her and stuff like that. Uh, if you find a secret thing in the wall, you can go on this path and you find her panties and you unlock her story. Jesus. Is that for real? Yeah. This is in, in my Nintendo this game, game? This game has so many secrets. Like... It's unreal how many secret areas, secret zones. Like unlike the real ending, there's like a. It's it's very reminiscent of the nonary games. You know how you beat it and then you like beat it, beat it, and there's like another half of the game. Yeah, one. yeah. I, I I did legitimate look at how to do this. I'm like, I, who who even are these characters? Like I didn't even encounter these people. It's because I because I picked up a booster early or something like that. It's like can't. I I don't I don't know. It, 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 it's like you can't get the booster. Like you can't do like all this shit. You need to talk to people at like certain points. You like, just gotta yeah, make yeah. the game worse. It's whatever. Just do it. Just just make yeah. the game less fun so you could have more less like fun said, it's content. It's very. It's like you said. It's very archaic in that sense. Like yeah, it's classic. So, but okay, if person, we're talking about so. must play games, what's up with this Super Mario Thirty Five shit? Huh? I. I like so I got it that first night and I sat there playing it for like a good like two hours like enjoying the shit out of it. Um, for you, those that you don't played know, a video game for two hours, that's crazy. Yes. Shut the fuck up. No, I played it for <laughs> one hour. I'm saying it's a must play. But uh, for those that don't know, the Nintendo eShop on the Switch on uh, released a game called Super Mario 35, which is very uh, I guess it has parallels to Tetris 99. You basically are play super mario levels and it's a battle royale essentially like it's pretty fun yeah we we actually talked about this because it, it was uh part of the mario 35 and 35 mario 35th anniversary uh event so we, we went through all the games that they were releasing and this one was was the second uh on the plate after the the mario 3d all-stars collection which which i actually have played a little bit i just played some sm64 and i was pretty satisfied with that I'll get the sunshine eventually when I have time for video games. I'm an adult. I only yeah, play right. video games that that Dana makes me or I make myself for for the <laughs> podcast. Uh, I I guess AI yeah, and for stream. I play a lot of video games just for some reason not yeah. ones in my own free time just casually. Yeah, you don't you don't ever play games casually. You like play games for podcasts or for business, stream. you know. Yeah, business. Dude. Games for business. That's 
that's my new game change, company. We should change the <laughs> podcast to that. Not a terrible name, business. honestly. But but yeah, I was I was playing a bit of uh, Super Mario Thirty Five on stream, uh, and and I definitely really enjoyed it. As as Dana said, it's a it's a battle royale essentially. They they sued Super Mario Royale, and they were like, how how do we make this our own idea? So they took Tetris Ninety Nine, which is a very successful concept. Uh, you and 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 you basically play as Mario. In, you play as Mario. What the fuck am I saying? You you play Super Mario Bros. One levels, um, and when you hit an enemy, it sends it to another person's screen. Uh, the timer goes down, and you need to keep beating levels in order to re- refresh the timer yeah. or get power ups, etc. Uh, eventually, it gets more high stakes. The timer goes down faster. Uh, more it's enemies and levels. It's identical, like in the controls to Tetris Ninety Nine, in the way that you can use like your right stick to send your enemies towards attackers or people who have like more coins or people who have less time, you know, oh, just kind of like Tetris 99. So, so the thing I was surprised, I, I thought I would have, I mean, I do have a massive advantage because I'm a SMB one speedrunner, but the actual like beating levels quickly aspect to this is a very, like, I wouldn't say very minor, but it's definitely not the main part of this. The, there's a no. lot of strategy. In fact, like I, I, it took me like, about uh like 45 minutes for me to get my first win because i just like didn't really understand the strategy of the game you, you just hit enemies like yeah. you just want to hit as many enemies get as many coins as possible and like, stuff like the that. meta is actually up. kind of figured out at this point i guess it's going to be an ever-evolving meta but like there, yeah, yeah, there yeah. is a currently uh like standard way to win um How's which that? which is um i i, I think I think it's basically get as many coins in the early game as possible and then uh, just start sending shit over, uh, do do the one uh, at your attackers, and then towards the end, that's when you start beating levels over and over again. I, I'm probably botching it, but like there's like actually like multiple write-ups on how to win in Mario Mario 35. But my my biggest qualm overall with this game is it doesn't end itself, I feel. I feel like the last three people can last for like twenty minutes, like Yep, that's that's the exact I, I was I was playing this on stream the other day and I was I've I've always give my thoughts as I'm playing something new and I was just like, yeah, this game goes too long. I wish rounds were five minutes. They're like Ninety percent of the game is five minutes, and then the last ten percent is like another it's half. Because you game. guys are yeah. you guys are just like all so good and that you don't have you know, 33 other people fling shit at you, so there's just, like, less going on, there's less to dodge, like, you're just kind of, like, playing through it and living, like... Yeah, I, I feel like they will tweak it, uh, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, the, I, the thing is, I, I'm really, really hopeful about this game. First of all, everyone seems to be enjoying it. Uh, the entire Mario community, Absolutely. like, you're not gonna find people speedrunning anymore, it's just people playing Mario 35, which is... I'll, I'll hold down the fort. Because I I don't have I don't have like six hours a day like I see some people playing this game yeah. to to like get to the top of the leaderboard. It just goes back to I I feel like just Nintendo is just so so out of touch with everything they do. Because for those who don't know, they're they're removing this game from the shop at some point. Like, no, that, that's actually to... what I was going to get into. So like they 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 say that they're getting rid of this game on March thirty first, and that that still is the case. But I'm actually yeah. much more hopeful now because they said they were going to get rid of the game Jump Rope King. Uh, on September uh, October first, fuck uh, his jump rope king. It's they. It's a game they released. It's like a fitness game where you basically hold the Joy Cons and like pretend it's a jump rope and you try to. Oh, like, that's get, funny. Yeah, it's it's free on the eShop, so you can actually download it if you want to try it. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not trying to imply anything. I don't have it. I don't have Joy Cons. Oh yeah, shit. No, you can't play that shit. Just just rip <laughs> them off your. <laughs> just, just fling my DS fucking or. Th- 
switch light whatever yeah um but but yeah they they said they were gonna get rid of it uh after september and they're like you know what it's a digital game it we could keep it so i think that's what they're gonna do in march 31st they're gonna see that I this game is so. popular they're gonna see like, that it, what if they, it sells what if they nintendo online like, they add like you know super mario brothers 2 levels or like lost uh lost levels i didn't say lost worlds or like super mario brothers 3 levels like what if you what, what if like it was like mix and match everything like you go from like a Super Mario Brothers one level, and then the next level you warp to is a Super Mario Brothers three level. You know, like I think that could be really cool. I don't think they would mix and match, but I could definitely see them. First of all, well, I could see them mix and matching with two uh, J. Uh, I could definitely see that because it's the same game essentially. I mean, there's yeah. slightly different physics, but it doesn't matter. No one, no one that act, that plays Mario thirty five cares about that. I'm gonna be like, oh, this block isn't correctly. Uh, it, no, like people are already complaining that the physics are a little bit more jank than SMB one, but they they actually well, are relatively like- close to. SMB1 physics but unless you're a speedrunner you're not gonna be able to tell that but I think no. that they might have a separate mode for I think Mario 3 I think Mario 3 is probably the the smartest choice probably because the levels are short and uh and generally skillful to go through I will say they probably won't add any auto scrollers to this and that SMB3 no, has a lot of auto scrollers awful can I actually ask you maybe it's because I'm not the biggest Mario person is the momentum physics weird in this game like I feel this like is I the wasn't... original momentum physics in SMB1 people who go back to SMB1 and play SMB1 or 2J don't understand how different they were than modern Mario. You have a lot less control in SMB1 and 2J. 2J, for those who don't know, is lost levels. We call it 2J because it was the Japanese version of 2. Yeah. Um, the original two games have significantly less control in air. Once you're going a place, you're kind of like a brick. You can't really move in the air. Well, I felt like I kept slowing down when I didn't want to. I I recommend going because you you have the uh, Nintendo uh, yeah. NES online and stuff. Go go into the originals and play them. It's gonna be very similar to that. They they were definitely more true than I I, I thought this was gonna be New Super Mario Bros. Physics. Just like everything in Mario Maker is New Super Mario Bros. Physics. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter uh, which. I guess that's that's more what I'm used to is like the you don't really slow down. I feel like when you're holding like the run button and stuff, but it's like. There are times when it's like if you even like stop for like a second, like you your momentum just completely stops, which is just something I'm not used to. But I mean, if if that's original, then that's original, you know. I I think it stays true to the original. I definitely think that the original physics are less casual friendly. But I I hear a lot of people complain and say they suck. Uh, for for a speedrunner, like you have complete control over Mario once you know what you're doing. The issue yeah, yeah, is yeah. that most people just don't know what they're doing. They're expecting SMW where Mario could like do an S in the air, and you just can't do that in this game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now, if they took Super, uh, what's it? oh my god, Super Mario World? Yeah, Super Mario World, and did thirty five with that. I think that would be fucking sick. I think that'd be a little bit too. Like some of those levels are massive in scope, not massive, yeah. but like like there's a, there's a couple levels I'm thinking they're just a little too big for yeah. for a game like that. May, maybe I mean, I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, could, a, I'm I'm a hater. But the, but there's ninety two levels in that game, right? So it's like they ninety. Cut- well, I guess yeah. There's four Switch palaces too, so ninety six. Yeah, so so they could literally cut out like forty levels and it would be fine. Yeah, but then someone would complain. I mean, like if you're gonna complain, just complain about Blizzard and their whatever they're doing. What are they doing? Terrible God, transition. Like, I tried. Off. No, no. So this is not something to complain about. This is literally the best possible scenario. So what Blizzard did is in an unprecedented mood move. They were going to release uh, the new World of Warcraft uh, expansion, Shadowlands, which I am eagerly awaiting for. 
on the 25th of this month. They have announced that they are not releasing it and they are going to postpone it for an indefinite amount of time. Anywhere, it could be anywhere from two weeks to a couple months and stuff like that. For anyone that plays the game, like religiously, like I do, like if if you don't know, I play the game competitively. Like I'm the type of guy when it's relevant, I'm playing that game like 10 hours a day every single day. Like it's degenerate. There's a lot of problems with the game. There's a lot of problems with the um the previous expansion Battle for Azeroth and that is due to them releasing it too 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 early. In the betas and the alphas, people were screaming at the top of their lungs, this is not ready. This is a problem. This is a problem. And they spent the entire entirety of the last two years just trying to fix it and it's finally in an okay state so this is kind of like the mo for blizzard at this point to just rush stuff out they're trying to appease the shareholders and stuff like that so for them to say hey we're gonna hold this back to make it better um from someone who personally thought Blizzard was going downhill, I'm sure you see it online everywhere. Blizzard isn't the same. As a Blizzard fanboy, I could not be happier that they are postponing this to make it a better game. Um, a lot of people are really upset because they took their time off to for the release. But I mean, like, I yeah, that sucks. But I mean, if it's going to be a better game and you're not going to be pissed off for the next couple of years... I'm fine with it. Yeah. Like, Insert, it, it, I, uh, what was it, Miyamoto quote? Or was that uh, Iwata quote? A, a delayed game is eventually good or whatever it is. Yeah, but a, a rush game is, is like forever bad. I personally think that the, uh, the the reason why they're delaying is for much more cynical reasons. Like, first of all, there's the whole fact that like they're hemorrhaging staff uh, and they're also in lockdown for Corona. So like they might not have efficient uh, development cycles. But... Uh, I, I personally think that they're just trying to get more information for their BlizzCon uh, February event. Even even though I'm going to interrupt you with that and basically just say like I, I like with there like tens of thousands of people playing the betas, giving back feedback and stuff like that, saying like this is not ready, this is not balanced, like the classes are just like not playable like off the get go. Like it is a fundamentally not fundamentally not ready. Like it's not like a business decision. This is a this game is straight up not ready. And they released a not ready game with uh, Battle for Azeroth two years ago, um, so. But did you get that sick uh, Battle for Azeroth Hearthstone card back? Probably. I don't know. I it, haven't played Hearthstone forever. It's pretty sick, dude. It, it, don't people just play Battlegrounds now? Like no one even. Yeah, plays I like, I, I only anymore. play Battlegrounds. Um, I like I, I'm still excited to eventually go to a BlizzCon, but like I I play a small subset of one Blizzard game at this point. I'm like barely a Blizzard fan. I have played every Blizzard game pretty much to ever exist, like Diablo 1, Diablo 2, StarCraft 1, StarCraft 2, WarCraft 2, WarCraft 3. Call of Duty uh, 5, Infinite. Uh, kill yourself. Um, what? It's on, it's on the... <laughs> in, in, in a video game, in a video game, in a video game. Um, it's, on the, it's on the Blizzard launcher. It's, it's my favorite Blizzard game, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. To just go further into this, everyone thought this was a lot of EA's influence or excuse me activision sorry activision's uh influence has been ruining the game for a very very long time to see something that is maybe not in uh affected by uh activision influence and maybe for the good of the game uh, it's making the long-term fans of the game very very hopeful and i'm very very happy they decided to to do this also raid release was during thanksgiving week so it's like we would have had the play during thanksgiving that's just fucking garbage so <laughs> Fuck your family. Yeah, it was, your it was wow awful, family. awful timing. 
So what people are estimating is going to come out in December, and then the raid release is going to be January. So uh, were, were they? For it. So were they trying to like do like a Black Friday sort of thing with the raid release? Like, I, does that even? Are there any Black Friday deals for WoW? I don't even think so, right? No, no, no. So typically what happens is is the game is out for a month and then the raid releases. It just because of the timing, it just that's just how the timing happened. Why don't you just raid with your family? Uh g- get your uh, mom in the guild. Uh no. Well, I'll get my mom in in my I'm, WoW I'm guild. Not, I'm not even going to make a joke. It's just no. That sounds fucking terrible. Like if I'm just like, "All right, mom, don't uh DPS or uh, interrupt that ad." Uh CC that over there. She's like, "Ah, I'm pressing 2." I'm like, "Fuck, no. That sounds awful." I mean, it, as soon as she stands in the fucking fire, I'm just going to fucking lose it. <laughs> just like yell yell at your mom that she's not doing her her tasks in the raid. It's just like, "Yeah." It's <laughs> That gets awkward just, later <laughs> during dinner. Dude, like the, I'm that's I'm why sorry I got heated, but we were about like to die. Genuinely a, that's like genuinely a problem in the game. Like people like husband and wife who play together, like w- one of the uh spouses will be like the GM and then they just bring around like their husband or wife that fucking blows the game, but they can't say anything cuz it's their wife or husband. I, I thought you were going to say, like, oh, it ruins relationships. It's like, oh, yeah, like, I heard, like, a husband and wife, and, like, the wife just berated the husband for, like, 45 minutes because they did the wrong Well, I mean, it, it strains it because, like, everyone in the raid is, like, your, your husband's fucking trash at the game. But, it's like, you can't say that. Like, that's going to ruin, you know what I mean? Like, that's why when I'm in a, when I'm in an MMO... I only allow like I I have a I have a very long list like a four to five page Google form application and like the first couple questions are on relationship status and if they are anything but single basement dweller loser they're not allowed in my guild because Fuck I don't want you. This is... I don't want personal <laughs> relationships. Listen, just because we have this, an application, I want robots, an army. Listen, I am actually the recruiter for our guild. Like, I have to, like, ask questions and, like, shit like this and, like, ask about, like, that. there's, like, marital status and stuff like that, how it's going to affect, like... Like, I have to ask these questions. Do you actually ask marital status on, on a... No, 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 okay. no, 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 I was, no. like, scared for a second. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> what's, what's, like, like, yeah. what's, like, the weirdest question that, that someone would ask? Or, okay, I, I don't want to get too personal, but, like, what's, what's the weirdest question you ask for your guild, uh... I'm like I'm like a extremely professional with it. Like it, 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 I guess it would be very uh, reminiscent of like a job interview at like a. Have you ever asked someone what their greatest weakness is? No, I'm not. Thank like, that's the God. worst question ever. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and, and like if if you ever get a job interview and they ask you that question, just don't work there. I mean, I could. Uh, they they asked me that at my current like, job. What is your greatest weakness? Uh, fuck it, I got a fat ass dick. Like fuck you, like. <laughs> My greatest weakness is that uh, I perpetually am late and don't put in as much effort as I could. <laughs> like, or like, <laughs> why do you, why do you want to work for this company? It's because I want money. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, is there really anything I want? You, you, you have a paycheck with higher numbers than my previous paycheck, and it will advance my career. I was, I was just laughing because I want, I would just wanted to like end. I, I wasn't gonna end the podcast, but I was just gonna say I mean, and just like, just be blank until like you like just lead you on, and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I just like immediately broke. I'm just like, 
I crack Thanks myself up so much. I'm such a that. funny, Listen, funny man. I'm like man. nerding out on like really bullshit war, Warcraft shit that no one cares about. So, well, no, I'm I'm actually curious about like the the like so do, do people send like resumes and do they have like I have 45 con- confirmed kills on Zakum. Um, <laughs> so I can actually show you uh directly actually. It's actually like a whole thing. Has anyone ever made a specific WoW resume? That's the question. Like that, that uh, you've I, seen. I, oh my! Oh my! Oh my God! Absolutely, yeah. Like you had to back in the day. Like I had like four page things you would send into people and stuff like that. People have, like I, I physically interview people. Like and I deny people. You like, physically I, um, interview people. You go to their well, house. <laughs> well, like we get into Discord and stuff, and I interview them. I ask them questions because, like, here's the thing: is a lot of guilds uh, in the higher end have application processes where you they you go to their website, you apply, you attach your um, I guess WoW resume to it and stuff like that. But um, I I kind of forehold that, and I'd rather get someone into Discord directly and ask them these questions directly because I feel like y- you can lie and embellish any way you want on a. Like a, a on a, resume, on a written I, resume, but when you get someone in the room and then they you ask them like, "Oh, hypothetically, uh, Nazoth is gonna do an ult, and the the Nazoth tentacles, so much. the, no, the Nazoth no, tentacles like, no. are gonna uh, gruels no, coming out." No, no, and, no, no. Uh, oh my god! So then it was. This is when the Lich King goes in and says. Uh, Azeroth, you're mine, and then the the shadow of Outlands, like you know what's happening, right? So like basically, like you're in a situation um, where the uh, shit, uh, what 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 happens here? Uh, so you're in a situation where um, the Grand Lords of the Ogres are with Deathwing and Gul'dan. He's just there talking about. The old guy. I went and got right? a donut, and you're still going. And uh, we're in the Wormrest Temple, like with the other old gods. And Nazoth comes out with so the tentacles, much. and he basically says, "Hey, look, look at that dragon blight. If we don't, if we don't eat that dragon blight, uh, the, the wrath of the Lich King uh, is gonna go to Pandaria." And the issue with that is that when the Lich King doesn't have Alexstrasza under his belt. Uh, that's that's when the Scarlet Onslaught starts to starts to expire. So at some point, I'm assuming we're ending right there. <laughs> no, no, um, no, we're not even close to done here. Um, the the thing is, I legitimately want to know what's the deal with the Inquisitor Ward? Is um the Stable Master Mercer? <laughs> is he going to? Uh, I can't. Uh, I literally can't with uh, you. Uh, like. Uh, is he going to uh, go to Kirando's K- Galeheart and say, hey, look, if Magni and Gul'dan are going to be part of our party, what's what's going to happen in Winterspring? <laughs> Is Azeroth going to be okay when Gruul comes? <laughs> At, like, Yasharaj died, right? They, yeah, they took his heart. Are you just reading like the WoW wiki? <laughs> like, where are you getting this information from? Like, I know you play Hearthstone. Dark Stones, Whisper you have, like, a Gorge. It's a battleground. Yeah, Hearthstone battleground.
Hey guys, so if you like the episode, uh, make sure to follow Virtual Homework Podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and rate it five stars if you can. Or if you hate it, do five stars anyway, or uh, I will find you. If you rate it less than five stars, Dan will be bound and gagged on a train track. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>